One of the hardest parts about trying to eat healthy is what do you do when you go out to eat? It's taken me a long time to know exactly how to order at any restaurant, so I'm excited to share it with you. So much of the information I've learned over the years is from nutrition documentaries and reading articles and watching videos, talking to my functional medicine doctor and basically anyone else who will talk to me about health and nutrition. Now, I don't subscribe to any one specific diet or fad. I just believe in eating good for you whole foods and limiting the starches and the sugars. But I also believe in living and enjoying and eating. So today, I'm going to go through the ways I've learned to order healthy at restaurants so you're still able to go out and enjoy, but also stick to your healthy eating plan. Today is all about healthy hacks for eating out. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. I'm so excited for today's episode because one of the reasons why I wanted to start a podcast to begin with is to share things that I've learned that would have helped me so much if I would have learned them five years, 10 years, 15 years earlier. And this is one of those. Eating healthy at restaurants and how to order and what to avoid and what to stick to. It's for so many years, I was so confused and I made so many mistakes and I definitely don't have all the answers for sure, but I figured out a way to eat healthy that works for me and works for my body and I think works for most people. And the friends and family that I've kind of shared it with and, and how I do it have, have had positive feedback. So I wanted to share it with you. I think it is one of the hardest parts about trying to be consistently healthy is going out to eat. And I know I have friends who try to avoid when they're, especially when they're trying to be extra healthy, they try to avoid restaurants or social get togethers because they think of all restaurant eating as unhealthy and bad and hard to choose healthy things. And while it's definitely more difficult than making things at home, because at home you control all the ingredients and everything that goes into it, but it's totally possible to keep on your healthy eating plan and eat out at restaurants. So today we're going to go through all of it, like the, the overall plan and then the little hacks, the things to look for, the things to avoid, all of it. You just have to be prepared and make healthy decisions and kind of have all the information in your mind, look over the whole menu and make the best decision at, the, at that time. But first, before we get into all that, I think it's all about balance so you never feel deprived. That's very important. Like this podcast is not all about how to eat steamed vegetables and steamed fish and call it a day and drink water with lemon. That's not what we're doing here. We're talking about a lifestyle, something that you, that lasts you your whole life that you never feel deprived, but you're also fueling your body for the most part with good whole foods that make you feel good and give you energy and don't make you feel sluggish, just make you feel your best. That's the plan. So I'll usually order a super healthy main dish. Like for my main course, 
because it's the biggest dish and it's kind of how I picture that's how I'm fueling my body. And then I'll order that some I'll order for an appetizer or a dessert, something that's not by the books, right? So something that could be a total splurge or a little bit of a splurge, whatever it is. I actually like eating healthy foods and I didn't always. Like I'd much rather have a butter cake before than a healthier, you know, sorbet or something like that now. I mean, my favorite is something more like an almond flour dessert or something very, very healthy. But even at restaurants, I prefer things that are healthier, like the taste of it. I think probably because I got used to not eating so much sugar and starches, but I think you'll actually learn to like the healthy foods too if you don't already. So when you order that super healthy main dish, if that's how you're gonna go, that means for me, lean proteins and veggies as the main part of the main dish. Now, I'm not crazy, you know, where I analyze every every other little thing that goes into it, but for the most part, I try to order a lean protein and vegetables or a nice big leafy salad um, that I kind of micromanage what's on it. So it's not something that's like off the radar most of the time, but it's not on my normal list of things I would eat either. So I'm never depriving, but I'm just kind of figuring out what makes sense. So if you want to have a bowl of pasta as your main dish, then I would have either no appetizer or something super healthy for an appetizer and skip dessert. Totally works. You've had something you really want. You're not denying the craving and it's balance. But I wouldn't do that every time you go out. For me, I kind of, I like having that healthy main dish because then the majority of the food that I'm eating when you're thinking about volume is all healthy and nutritious and it's food that makes me function the best. And then the other things are more like, you know, bites of different things. I'll have a couple bites of fries with the meal or I'll have a yummy appetizer that's not something that I would normally get. And it's just not as much volume of it, which I think is really key. So when you're looking at the menu, how do you know what's good and what's bad? Like I said, in general, I try to avoid starches and sugars. That's what I think, as far as nutrition goes, is the best for most people. Now, of course, there's going to be people that have to eat specific ways. If you have a sensitivity or an allergy to gluten or dairy or all of the other things that you could be sensitive to. But I'm talking about most people without those types of sensitivities, because if you have those sensitivities, you can still eat similar to this, depending on what it is. But assuming that most people don't have those specific allergies that they have to work around, there's lots of things. There's so, so many things that you can eat at any place. Even if for, at first glance on the menu, it doesn't look like there's a lot of choices for you, there always are. Look for good words like And, you know, I don't even like the term good words, so I take that back. Look for these power words. How about that? Because I don't, I never believe in labeling food good or bad. I just mean like, you know, look for these healthier words. Things like grilled or steamed or baked or roasted or broiled. Things like that. Then words that are often indicators of foods that have been prepared in a not as healthy way would be something like, of course, fried or crispy or breaded or creamed or Alfredo in it. You know, those type of things indicate ingredients and processes that aren't as healthy. So when you're kind of first looking at the menu and figuring out what's what, 
I try to kind of look for, okay, what looks like the healthiest options? And those are some good keywords to both look for and also avoid. And again, I'm all about living and indulging. If you're out celebrating or if you've just been dying for a certain dish, I always say go for it. This, what we're presenting today is just all the information for how to order fully healthy when you want to. Like some people go out to eat once a week. And in that case, totally splurge on the meal you want. Other people have a, you know, different life or maybe you're entertaining clients or maybe you're busy so you're picking up food from restaurants for most of your meals. Whatever it is, so many of us are eating at restaurants more and more. So for those times when you want to be super healthy, this is how we're going to do it. I just want to make sure that's super clear because this is not about depriving and limiting and being that person that goes out and everyone's ordering like this, the chef's special that's supposed to be awesome and delicious and you're ordering a dry salad. That's not what this is. This is like, okay, on the regular, when we're ordering, how do we pick things that are going to be the healthiest and that we're going to feel good after we eat it? So that's the goal here. It's just like good food, good mood. What does knowing your body and listening to your body? So when you eat something and then you feel gross after, or you feel like your body is sluggish and it's not processing it right, take note of that. All these little things are going to be different for different people. But in general, I really think limiting your starches and your sugars is a simple way to think about it. And I think it actually works for most people. So that means the best choice you can make, I think, is to skip the bread basket. And although that sucks, a lot of times we just eat the bread basket because we're starving when we sit down and, you know, it's there. But really it's, you know, and that's another good thing. Don't start, don't arrive starving if you can. Don't arrive starving and ravenous because then you just take down the bread basket. And really it's not like, you know, breads, you know, can be so good, especially if they have a croissant or a pretzel roll for me. So good. But in general, you're not going to eat for the bread basket. There's so much more to come. So for me, I never eat the bread basket. Like never, ever. It's not, it's not worth it to me. I'd rather splurge on something else. And I just think you end up having more of it and you fill up on it. And there's so much, there's so much more than just having bread. So if you only do one thing, skip the bread basket. Then when you're looking through the menu and you're ordering things, a lot of times when you end up ordering pretty healthy, it's not as filling. So what I like to do is ask for double or even triple veggies. And I probably should say up at the top, a lot of these tips, you're really going to have to be like not worried about judgment or what people think or not worried about asking the questions or being specific about what you really want. Listen, when when you're eating healthy, you can't be afraid to ask the questions or order what you want. I will absolutely say, I'd love, you know, what kind of veggies come with this? Great. I'd like triple veggies, please. <laughs> Whatever if you get a weird look. Like a lot of times, like I said, I'm all about volume. I'm not one of these like light, like have a couple bites for a meal. Like I like volume. I want to be full. I want to enjoy it. And I want to have fuel to function and have a lot of energy. And so I think ordering double or triple veggies is a great way, obviously, to eat more veggies. But even more than that for me, it's so that I walk out full. I don't want to sit down at a restaurant and order so healthy that I'm still kind of hungry when I leave. Like, What's the point of that? So order double or triple veggies with your main course. I love that. 
Now, in the preparation of the veggies, I'm not afraid of fats. I'm I'm a fan of good fats, but I also don't want my veggie dripping in butter when it arrives. So I'll usually say, can you please saute the veggies in olive oil, or I'll even say easy olive oil and a little bit of sea salt. That would be great. And most places are totally happy to do it. Or I'll say steam, like I'll do steam spinach or whatever you do. A lot of times people are afraid, I think, to micromanage their order. But a lot of times if you know what you want, it's simple little things and most of the time people are happy to happy to do it. They want you to get what you want. So say exactly how you want your veggies done and get a lot of them. And you can't be afraid to ask questions. What's in it? Ask what's in different things or is the dressing a cream base or is it like an olive oil base? Or same thing goes for the soup. Is it going to be, you know, creamy and thick and kind of have heavy cream in it, something that you would want to avoid? There are so many questions that you can ask that probably wouldn't always be evident on the menu. And you just can't be afraid to ask what's in it. What's what's the preparation like? Um, is it breaded? Is it fried? The whole thing. Ask questions. I think that's such a big, that's such a big key. And when you're kind of trying to dissect, especially if it's a restaurant you've never ordered at before, and you're trying to kind of figure out the menu and navigate it, ask questions. I know a lot of people also who are trying to eat healthy at restaurants will look at the menu ahead of time. I don't really do this just because I'm like, I love this stuff. I can look at a menu and know what I want in a couple, you know, two minutes. But I think if you get into it, or if you maybe, if sometimes you're indecisive or if you just don't want to have the stress of figuring it out when you're there, then look at the menu ahead of time. It can be a great way to kind of go into it knowing what you're going to do. Now, I love super cool, innovative, progressive restaurants. The actual cover photo for this podcast has a picture of zucchini pasta noodles with chicken and a really fresh marinara sauce, but like a chunky marinara sauce with tomatoes. This dish was from North Restaurant, and they have the amazing option of doing any pasta with zucchini noodles instead of regular white pasta noodles. So I love this, and I love that so many places are coming up with alternative options like this. This pasta dish was so super good. They Zucchini noodles are hard. I can't perfect them at home. I haven't yet, at least, and I've tried lots of times. They're just tricky to get just right. But this dish I had at North, I would literally eat it every night. I just did the zucchini noodles with grilled chicken and their fresh tomato mozzarella sauce. And it was so good. And I really think in the the coming years, so many more restaurants will offer options like this because it's just so great. And I think so many people are interested in it and it makes it unique to the restaurant. I'll, I'll go there so much more knowing that they have that extra option and knowing that I don't always have to get, you know, a fish and a vegetable at every place. It was just, it was so tasty. So find the places that are progressive in this way and offering healthy options. And surprisingly, this is a chain restaurant. So it doesn't always have to be, um, you know, a vegan place or a super expensive place. It's just a matter of asking questions and, you know, it might be at unexpected places. Another thing I really think is along the lines of not depriving yourself, if you want to try something, try it, order it for the table 
And it doesn't mean you have to eat the whole thing or you don't have to go overboard. I really think that having a few bites of something is always better than not having it. You know, when you want something so badly, but you're like, nope, I'm eating healthy. Nope, nope. But again, if you don't have a sensitivity to or an allergy to gluten or whatever it is, I think it's so much better for you and future cravings and overall happiness to order it, have some bites. Don't take down the whole thing, but don't think of it as bad and good. Just think of it as, okay, I really want this. I've been thinking about it. When I heard we were going to this restaurant, that's the first thing I thought of. Order it. Just don't have the whole thing. If you know you want to have a bite of something and it's all you can think about, do it. Another thing to think about is the calories and sugar in drinks and deciding, is it worth it? Sometimes alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks have tons of hidden sugar. And I think for a lot of people, this isn't the splurge they would pick. So maybe if you're at a Mexican restaurant and it's Friday night, you've had a long week, yes, that margarita is definitely the splurge that you want to pick. But maybe other times you don't even realize you're ordering a strawberry lemonade at lunch and you don't realize the sugar and the calories involved in that drink. And maybe you're like, oh, forget it. I'd rather have a sparkling water that has at least a little kick to it and then have something else instead as my kind of little splurge. So just think about the hidden calories in sugary drinks, even sodas and even diet sodas, of course, don't have calories, but aren't as healthy as having water or sparkling water. I really think, I mean, unless it comes to champagne on a certain celebration night, but that's when it's worth it. Other times, just be aware that the sugar in your drinks could be, you know, could be adding up so much more than you realize and decide, is it worth it? Is this where I'm going to have my little splurge? So along those lines, if you're going to have a starch, so I'm a big fan of reduced starches. I just think that it's the best way to, I just think that it's one of the healthiest ways to eat is to have limited starches. Now, I'm not one of these like zero carb people. I believe everything in moderation. But in general, I try to avoid especially white starches. So it's like white pasta and white bread and white rice. So if you're going to have a starch, do it as healthy as possible and order something like brown rice. Some places you can even order brown rice pasta or order brown rice with your meal or in your chipotle bowl or whatever it is. If you're going to do a starch, try to pick the healthiest of the starches like brown rice or if they have like an organic whole wheat bread for your sandwich. I think that's so much better if you're going to do a starch. Another thing I always think about when I get to the restaurant is I look at the whole menu. So I can kind of see what's jumping out at me and I kind of decide it as a whole. You know, sometimes when you order at restaurants, You'll order the appetizer first and then you kind of talk and then you order the main course and then you might order a dessert. For me, I found that if I look at the entire menu and kind of get a, you know, an idea of, oh my gosh, done. That is standing out to me. That sounds amazing times 10. That's what I want. You know, then that's what you should splurge on and then the other are going to be healthy. You know what I mean? So I like to look at the menu as a whole and then kind of make a game plan from there so I know what my balance is going to be. Am I going to eat really, really healthy all the way through? Am I going to kind of have a couple bites of something else that's not quite as healthy? But this way, you kind of plan it out so you don't order, 
you know, a fried appetizer just because that looked good. And then you go to look at the main course and then you order a pot pie that has a heavy cream base because that looked good. And then you look at dessert separately and then you order, you know, a souffle, chocolate, things out. You know what I mean? Like I would look at the whole thing and I'd pick one of those. I wouldn't pick all three. Just me. I think that's a good way to do it. Another thing is sometimes things that have labels like gluten-free aren't always the healthiest option. So we think we hear gluten-free. Well, that has to be healthier but it's not necessarily like a lot of times these things are made for people who have sensitivities or allergies to them. The actual ingredients aren't necessarily healthier if if you don't have a sensitivity. So just keep that in mind. I think that sometimes when we see things like gluten-free, if you don't have a gluten sensitivity, it doesn't mean it's always the healthier choice. One thing I love doing that I think really makes me feel like I'm kind of more in control of what I'm eating is I get my dressings and most sauces on the side, like fully on the side. And sometimes it compromises the you know quality a little bit, especially if it's like a chicken that you know would be like marinated in the sauce, but it's hard to know. So if I'm gonna have them put the sauce on, if I'm gonna have it arrive you know, as it's meant to, I'll always do easy sauce or easy dressing because you can always order a side of it. But if I'm not sure or whatever, I'll do the dressing or the sauce on the side. So think about it. I think it's a good way to cut the calories and cut the, you know, the extras, especially if you're having a salad with a dressing that you think is not, you know, that's not as clean as you'd want it to be. Just do half the dressing and you're already that much better. I love olive oil and balsamic on salads. I feel like it's light. It goes, you know, like it doesn't go on like a Caesar, of course, but on a lot of salads, um, olive oil and balsamic go with the salad. I feel like it goes with most everything and it's one of the healthiest dressing options. So that's always an option. That's what I usually do on the side. Another thing that we touched on that I want to mention is try not to arrive starving. You know when you're starving and you're ravenous and you're just like, I am so hungry. Yes, I want. And you overorder or the first thing comes and you just scarf it and you don't even have time to digest and you keep eating because you've just arrived so hungry. If possible, don't let yourself get to that ravenous point because of course you're going to eat more. You're starving. Like it's just natural. Nothing sounds better than food. So you want it all. So if you can, avoid arriving ravenous to the restaurants. Another tip that a lot of people say, and I don't do this one as much as others, but I wanted to mention it, is a lot of people say drink water during the meal, like a lot of water. So it makes you feel full and it also makes you slow down your eating. I think it's worth a thought. I think it could work for most people. I've also heard with digestion and everything that eating during your meal isn't as great as drinking water other times. So there's kind of that to balance it out. So I don't know, but I know for for some people it works. For me, this is like kind of lower on my list. Maybe, you know, I do this one sometimes, but I wanted to mention it because I know it does work for some people. Drink water during your meal to make you feel full and to also slow down your eating. I will say there is something to be said about slowing down the eating because often I'll find myself eating so fast. I'm like, okay, Take a beat, slow it down a little girl. So I think, you know, sipping on something or just kind of being conscious of it and telling yourself like, slow down, this isn't a race, um, is a good thing. And that applies at restaurants or not at restaurants. 
a lot of times when I finally take a break from work to have lunch, I'm like, I eat it so fast to try to get on to the next thing. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's take it down a notch. We don't have to scarf every meal. It will be good. And I think, you know, in general, you just got to do what works. You got to do what works for you, trial and error, and don't beat yourself up. You know, you can't be one, you can't do the thing to yourself where you're like, oh, I'm so mad at myself. Because here's the thing, you can't uneat it. Well, I guess you can, but that's an unhealthy option and that's not something we're considering. So you can't uneat it. So just learn from it and don't make yourself feel guilty. When you're going to indulge, indulge and embrace it and just have a healthy outlook on it. This has helped me so much because sometimes I'll have something and I'll kind of think it's going to be healthy or I'll eat way more than I planned. And I'm like, oh, I feel so crappy. I'm so mad at myself. But I trained myself now. I'm like, okay, noted. That was a good meal. It's over. I can't change it. So I'm just going to learn from it. And I'm going to tell myself, do this, this, and this differently. And we move on. There are so many meals in our lifetime. We can't take it too seriously. We can't beat ourselves up. We can't overanalyze it. Learn from it. Make a different decision going forward. As you can probably tell, I have no shame in my healthy eating game. I love bringing my own things to restaurants. And before you, before you judge and tell me I'm insane, usually it's just two things. So I know if I know that we're going out to Mexican food, I will always bring my own chips. I love the Siete brand almond flour chips. I love them more than regular tortilla chips. They're so light and crispy. And for a packaged snack, the ingredients are super clean. They're so delicious. They have a little bit of, I like the sea salt version. The Siete almond flour tortilla chips with sea salt only are so good. And they're so good with guacamole and salsa. So I'll bring a bag of that and I'll bring it to the restaurant and I'll just ask for an empty little bowl or plate. They kind of look at me weird, but you know, there are so many sensitivities and allergies to food and stuff. Whatever, nobody cares. Nobody's judging you. Don't worry about it. Bring your own chips if you like them to Mexican restaurants. So I never feel deprived because I'm still having chips, but I'm having the healthier ones. I also sometimes will bring my own little desserts in my purse because I know, especially if it's like a Friday night or a Saturday night or a date night or a brunch or some sort of experience, and I know that I don't want to eat a bunch of desserts because, I mean, I'll always have, you know, something that looks good, but a lot of times I would be just as happy, if not happier, having my healthy dessert, so I'd rather have that with me. So I'll put... Um, sometimes I make or I have a couple of local companies that I order really healthy cookies from, like almond flour and no um, sugars, like no artificial sugar type things that are as clean as a healthy treat can be. And so I keep them in the freezer. So then when I put them in my purse, they're still kind of cold and fresh. Or I'll bring, I love the brand HU Kitchen. Their vegan chocolate bars are so delicious from Whole Foods or Bristol Farms or even on Amazon you can order them from. They are so good. I like the salty chocolate one the best and the mint chocolate. The mint one's great because it just is like a minty little dessert and I'll just have a few squares of that or shoot, I'll have half the bar or three quarters of the bar and I feel so satisfied and like I've had a dessert but I didn't eat like a massive a la mode Sunday thing that 
I, I, it is totally delicious, but I'm just as happy if it's not my birthday or someone I like. If it's not a big thing, I'm just as happy having my vegan bar from my purse. So I might as well bring that. Uh, another cool thing is some restaurants share their calories. I know that the the restrictions on it are sometimes changing. So sometimes restaurants have them and don't. But when it's available, it's cool. And not to say that calories are everything. That's the only tricky part about it because I really believe in eating as many whole good-for-you foods as possible. Like for me, that's the goal. As many whole foods as possible, more than calories. But that being said, a calorie list is a good indicator of something that has more you know, unhealthy ingredients. So if something sounds not so bad, like a bowl of soup, but then you see that it's 800 calories, then you can kind of determine that it's probably a heavy cream base with, you know, lots of stuff in it that probably isn't as healthy just because the calorie count is pretty high for a bowl of soup. So I like the calories. I don't use them as the guide of what to order at all. I'd I'd absolutely eat something that has twice the calories, but has more whole foods and fats and proteins and all that stuff than something that's the lowest calorie just because it's the lowest calorie just because it doesn't mean it's the most nutritious. And that's my goal is nutrition. So again, when you want to have something, have it. And if you're really serious about trying to eat healthy most of the time, or maybe you kind of have a goal for losing a certain amount of weight or whatever it is, if you've decided and committed that you want to be healthy most of the time, I love it. But you have to enjoy those things when you really want them, like pizza or sweets or whatever it is that you love. I really think the key is have it. Don't have a ton of it. So if you're taking your kids to Krispy Kremes and you're getting the warm donut coming off the thing, I think that you should have one, like one Krispy Kreme and then call it. That's it. Don't have four because that can, you know, kind of ruin your nutritious day. But one isn't going to ruin the week. You know what I mean? I believe in having it, trying it, and enjoying it. And it's not like you can only have one bite. I just think figure out what an amount is that's reasonable and just have that. And then you can indulge more often. So if you're dying for pizza, have one nice yummy slice, like a good, you know, a good sized slice of pizza and call it. You feel satisfied. And then maybe you eat something else before or after. Like sometimes I'll eat veggies, you know, during, or I'll have some before. So I'm not starving. So I don't want six pieces of pizza. I just like one nice slice is good and it satisfies my craving. And I feel like I'm not depriving myself because I'm having it. I'm just not overdoing it. That's the key, right? Moderation is key. Making the right choices is great. Learning from it when we don't make the right choices. Indulging when it's time, but on the regular, and especially when you're eating during the week or it's not like a social situation. It's not like you're out at night. If you're just eating literally because you're hungry, it's lunchtime, you have a break at work, and you need to eat, I would order most of the time as clean as possible, but also that's going to fill you up and make you feel satisfied. And a lot of times you can carry, like along the lines of my purse snacks, my chips and my sweets, if it's something more like a during the week thing where I'm having lunch purely for fuel, But I'm the type of person to where if I have 
like a chicken salad. So we'll say I have a chicken salad with oil and balsamic and I have some avocado and tomato and cucumber in there. So it's a nice, great leafy salad. Most of the time, I'll need to have a couple bites of something else afterwards. You know, when you eat like something super clean that's just vegetables and lean protein that you just, I don't know, just feels a lot of like a lot of leaves. I'll have a kind of a peanut butter protein ball or something that's not huge, but I'll always have something like that after the meal that feels like a little dessert and or it feels like just like a little snack, but it's totally clean, super, super clean. I don't consider that like a, you know, a little splurge from the diet at all. I shouldn't say diet, from the routine. I just feel like that's kind of like the end to my meal or I'll have one of the almond flour cookies that I make afterwards. So I just feel like it closes out the meal. It makes me feel really nice and satisfied. And for me, I've learned that that's how I maintain this on the regular is I feel so satisfied and it never feels extreme to where I don't rebound extreme the other way because I've totally done that. I've done day after day where I'm eating so, so crazy healthy that first of all, I'm never really full because it's just so much vegetables and protein that I just don't get full in the same way as if I add in a little something else. And then also it just gets so, it gets tough and it gets tough to do. And then I'll go the other direction and be like, oh, that that's too, I feel like I'm not satisfied. I need to go the other direction. So I feel like a middle of the road is good if you're someone that likes a little something else after their protein and vegetables, have it just have healthy options ready so you don't go to the vending machine and get a Twix bar instead or pick up something from Starbucks that's like a you know a crazy whipped drink with lots of lots of syrup and lots of whipped cream and something else as your after meal snack have it be something that's still super clean the the ingredients are clean but it satisfies you i love almond butters and peanut butters i think that's a great way to kind of get in that little treat feeling, but still be healthy and nutritious and keep your body moving right and giving you lots of energy throughout the day. I think that's it. There you have it. All my best hacks to ordering healthy at restaurants. I hope this inspires you to feel empowered to keep your healthy eating plan, even when you're going out. Eating should be fun and oftentimes social and good for the soul. And I think these tips will totally help you enjoy and never feel deprived while still fueling your body with the best food possible so you can feel awesome. Thank you so much for listening. I love talking about health and nutrition and I would love to hear from you. What resonated with you? What are you gonna try? What should we talk about next in this nutritional topic? Let me know on my Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud and comment on the post about this episode. Cheers, friends, to going out and eating healthy. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, Go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.